Welcome to Material, a show about the Google and Android universe. Hosted on the Relay FM network, I'm one of your hosts, Yasmin Evian, and with me as always, we have my two wonderful co-hosts, Russell Ivanovich and Andy Anako, and we have a very special episode of Material set up for you. It is an episode that Andy has been wanting to do since the beginning of Material, so please send all of your hate mail to him. And we figured since Yasmin just finished her internship, it would be a perfect timing for us to actually discuss the movie, The Internship. So thank you, Andy, for uh, bringing this movie as a discussion topic. Well, it is the second anniversary of the release of The Internship. Um, uh, and of course, you know, everyone's talking about on AV Club and all the other uh, uh, movie sites, you know, intern. Yeah, the, the second anniversary is, is the biggest one. As, exactly. As Retrospectives, uh, oral histories. <laughs> and we just want to jump right on that bandwagon, don't we? Because it was it did make over $60 million worldwide. I don't know. I just made that That's up. That's a but, million with a capital M. Yes. <laughs> million. Call back. Call back to the to the to the actual movie. Thus, thus proving that. See this. This. If if you haven't heard about the internship, it's a, a two, 2013 movie starring Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson. It was a, it's a buddy buddy movie about these two. I guess you call them middle aged uh, watch salesmen who lose their jobs and they feel like they really don't have much. Uh, they, they don't have much. Uh, many alter- alternatives and, and futures available to them. And then Vince Vaughn, uh, while googling for <laughs> for, 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 for phrases like <laughs> jobs that require absolutely no experience or or or, or education <laughs> or anything, he suddenly his his eyes land on the Google logo. Is it? Wait a minute. Google for jobs at Google. And then he rushes back to <laughs> Owen Wilson, who's found a job at his brother-in-law's mattress store. Uh, brother-in-law is <laughs> played by Will Ferrell, and he has a neck tattoo that says, make good choices. Uh, <laughs> says, I've got this great, I just got this great opportunity, and explains it to him. And Owen Wilson says, wow, I can't believe it. You got us an interview at Google? Kind of. It's an interview for an internship that pays nothing, but there's a slight chance that we will get a job at the end of our internships. <laughs> and after a whole bunch of stirring converse, stirring uh, speeches about how, you know, Owen Wilson, you, you just didn't take uh, – Owen Wilson is writing, I, I wanted to change the world, but I didn't take enough chances. And another heart-to-heart conversation between Vince Vaughn and his girlfriend who's leaving him saying, you never follow through on anything. You always seem to undermine yourself. I wonder if these things are going to be prophetic for the rest of the movie. They decide, you know what? I'm going to quit this terrible job selling mattresses and take that big risk of, again, not being in a mattress store for the rest of my life. And they go off for this interview with this with an interview, a video interview for this internship at Google, which, again, they don't have the internship yet. They have to interview for the internship, so uh, let's. Uh, we're, we're, did, did any of us see this movie in the theaters? <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, no. I mean, I I almost did, but then I yeah, I saw the cast of the wedding crashes and uh, and the few other people that were. I'm like, yeah, I, I can wait. This is a definitely a TV movie. Did did you did you pay your twelve dollars, Andy? Did you go to the cinema? No, I was I was I saw all the scenes that were shot at Google. This was obviously done with a lot of help. They they didn't have to like do make make a fake internet inter- globally powerful international search company called you know Fribble 
and pretend that we're not aware <laughs> that they're they couldn't get the rights. No, they got they got full participation from Google. They use all the Google intellectual property. They filled a lot of shots on Google Campus. So I was kind of curious about it, but no, it didn't. I, I still haven't seen Mad Max. <laughs> if I have, if I still haven't seen Mad Max, <gasps> that's that. If you let Australians find out that you have not seen the latest Mad Max, then uh, it's not going to end well for you, Andy. It's a, well, we we need more of your dollars. Now, is the purpose of the Mad Max movies to keep Americans from visiting Australia? Because I do support that. That's not a bad idea. We're not. We're not a great people. <laughs> Whoa! It, it, def- it definitely does seem that way. I, I have seen Fury Road. I don't understand the obsession with Mad Max, but it is. Yeah, we're not talking about it today, but it is an amazingly well uh, filmed movie. I have to say. I still haven't watched it either. <laughs> sad to say. But that, I, I guess that is the most interesting thing about the internship is it was actually filmed with Google's permission. Like apparently Google didn't have you know final say over the script or anything like that, but they. And th- I their would products hope not. are all through it. They've definitely put their <laughs> their stamp on it. Ser- Sergey Brin appears a few times. You know, there's a, there's a few cameos by him. It definitely seems like, you know, that uh, Google. I don't know if the, the endorsed is the right word, but they've definitely said yes. You can make this, and and we're for it. And that's that's really interesting to me that a company the size of Google would um, you know sign up for something like that. Well, it was even uh, funny watching it now, like in 2015. So it's two years, uh, you know, later. Is all the shots of, of Google products look so old because it has like the old logo yeah. and you're like looking at it, you're it's like shiny and oh, it's got gloss in it. <laughs> it just everything it's got looks serifs. so ancient. Oh my god, it has serifs on it. Can <laughs> I was you like, imagine? that is so gross. Take that off my screen. <laughs> I, I had fun though as they were shooting the shots in um, San Francisco. I'm like, I've been there. I've been there. I've been there. I've been to that building. Yes, I've seen the Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> it was it was kind of it was kind of interesting though to see uh like this is like it's not like this was like even a, a whole presidential administration ago this was released in 2013 so i bet it was shot in like 2012 and you're saying oh my god that's a nexus 3 phone oh my god it's the <laughs> it's like the first version of their seven inch nexus tablet <laughs> like oh yeah, I, I definitely saw yeah. that I've, the galaxy nexus makes an appearance as well the uh <laughs> at least what three four generations ago so what would have made a more interesting movie instead of having these like middle-aged guys that are like oh, i don't know anything about technology and it's on the line instead of saying online is because <laughs> they were watch salesmen if they would have had something built i mean android wear wasn't announced then but it would have made for a more interesting movie if it was like these uh, watch salesmen and they're coming for the internship to work on Android Wear and like what can they bring to it? But I guess that doesn't make it funny. Um, <laughs> I thought it was funny that they missed it by just one year. So that they, you know, they're selling these high-end watches to, um, you know, looks like stores as well. I have to say, Clarice from Boston Legal, one of my favorite characters on that show, was you know their high-profile client that they were selling things to. It, it, <laughs> just one year later, you know, you could have had the the Android Wear thing in there as well, but they they obviously missed out on that. I don't know. I think the interesting part about that is Google was probably working <laughs> yeah. on Android Wear at the time and they probably couldn't, you know, pass that information on. But, yeah, it's, it's funny to see these are two old-school watch salesmen move to the new world where there's no, you know, fancy digital watches just yet. That, that was the first disconnect I had with it. It's just, the, the, his, their old boss, the owner of the watch importer or the watch business, is John Goodman, like unshaven and kind of slovenly, <laughs> uh, even though this, these are high-end watches. And I'm thinking that... My, the, the, the the first John Goodman's who they were, but you're, you're dinosaurs. People don't even wear watches these days. That's why I'm retiring to Miami. I, I invested in property and da, 
and like that's but that's there are there there are people who are there's if you make a two hundred eighty thousand dollar luxury watch and you say we're only making a hundred of them you'll get two hundred people putting down a fifty thousand dollar deposit non refundable to go get it and that's like. You don't. You don't understand their, the the level of. I don't want to say idiots, but the level of people that you don't. You can't understand their love for these really expensive things. It's like you. You, you should have gone for broke. Um, I mean, to and to be fair, they do make the they do make the point in the movie that they are really, really good salesmen. They, they're they're very, very schmoozy. They're very, very good at connecting with people. The whole opening scene is like them going through the dossier on this <laughs> chain store owner that they're going to make sure they work in the conversation about the kids' gymnastics and make sure all the names are correct and all that sort of stuff. Um, but it's like it was it wasn't bad. It was just okay. I, I think they, I think they picked watches because. I don't know. It's, it's like you. I think some writers sometimes on a, on an off day they realize that. But what we want to communicate is that time is their enemy because their age holds them back, and they're being rooted in childhood in the seventies. Well, I know we'll make them watch salesmen. It's subtle. I don't think people will really get it, but it's subtle. Oh, there was nothing subtle about this movie. Because, yeah, every second on an analog watch is just going tick. Tick, tick, and that's their lives yeah. and their careers just disappearing. You know, they're never going to make it to Barcelona with their uh, their partners. It's just not going to happen. Or Barcelona, as, <laughs> yeah, as, Barcelona. as Vince Vaughn wants to call it. So it's also, it's also I have to say that uh, um, I think later on in the movie they mentioned that they were kids. They grew up in the seventies, and they seem to be about ten years too young for that. They look like they're maybe in their forties. I actually don't know how old Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn are. But I, even so, I have a hard time believing that even even the word online is out of fashion. <laughs> so if I, I don't believe that someone that young would be saying on the line instead of online. <laughs> I'm not sure. So we, we, we want to talk about their, their interview for the internship at Google, which they have to do in the children's room of a public library because <laughs> neither of them own a webcam. And again, this was this is a 2012. Yeah. And so they, we don't own a webcam because we basically took a screwdriver and tore it out of the computers <laughs> that they came free with because this has been this movie was made after 2007 so i don't know they good that they had better better throughput than most public libraries i've tried to get free wi-fi from when i needed to skype into a podcast or whatever um yeah that, that they had a bigger space and they had a laptop as well i don't know how many libraries actually say like hey here's a laptop yeah. you know go go use it in the corner <laughs> <laughs> maybe not in Australia. So they, I have to say, I, but the I, public libraries here. In yeah, the maybe USA. in Australia. <laughs> I, I did enjoy like another TV character appearing though, Ryan. Ryan from the oh, office. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's him doing the the interview. There, there are a lot of good like little roles like that. Like, 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 like again, like having a, a, a one character that shows up later on uh, is uh, Josh Gad from Book of Mormon uh, and from uh, and from Frozen. I didn't even recognize him at first. And I was I thought that was for the role that he was playing, he seemed to be a pretty uh a big name for that. And maybe there's a reason why that pays off later. But Will Farrell's another one of those yeah. how did they yeah. obviously they're they're all there's a comedy family, but how do you get Will Farrell for this one scene? And and of course he nails it, but it's it's he seems to be like the cameo king. He was in uh uh, the premiere of it's been th- three or four days. If you haven't if you haven't seen the if you haven't DVR Last Man on watched Last Man on Earth yet, this he he cameos at the very very end in a scene that lasts like eight seconds, and you're wondering once again they got him in to do this one scene. 
they kept it a total secret. Uh, but that's it's. I, I like these movies that that use a small cast of a broad cast of interesting characters, actors, very very wisely. Um, so we got to, so of course they 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 do the interview via uh, a Google Hangout. I was going to say Skype, but of course everything here is a Google uh, a Google thing. It's very clear for a Google Hangout as well. I have to say, yes. I've never never seen one that crystal clear. <laughs> so so Ryan from the office uh, and her uh, and his. Uh, his teammate at Google, uh, their name Benjamin and Allison. I took note here in case we needed to use them again. Of course, they left the movie soon to, as soon as and never to come back. Uh, but <laughs> both of them are on Samsung Chromebooks. That that impressed me right away that they would include that detail. That not only would they be, it's probably because it's the only notebook they can get their hands on that would absolutely have a, a Google logo on it yeah. without having to cover <laughs> it with stickers. Um, but they they asked the two of them. They they interviewed together uh, and they asked a. It seems sounds like one of those famous Google interview questions, and the question is: If you you are both shrunken down to the size of nickels and you're dropped down into a blender, what do you do? And oh, and they're, they're <laughs> sitting there, but they don't they don't flounder for even a minute. Yeah. They, they've got an answer ready to go, even if it is the most wandering answer that uh, you kind mm. of expect from those two. I guess. Yeah, I've, I've I've never have you ever had an interview question like that? No, I, I think the IT industry realized about five years ago that they have zero bearing yeah. whatsoever on someone's actual performance. I think even Google had have said that they've dropped those sort of questions. But Microsoft used to be famous for them. You know, they'd hand you a book of yellow pages and they'd be like, right, if I want to find, I'm going to give you any random name, what's the quickest way to find that name in the book? And I guess they're trying to relate that to, hey, you know, algorithm and critical thinking. But I've never been asked in all my interviews any of those sort of questions. Um, <laughs> I always feel sad because I'm like, ask me. Uh, I've on, been a part of interviews where I was asked, um, I think if I was a tree, which tree would I be? Or And then like, what kind of dog is my favorite dog? <laughs> I wish I was joking. I didn't end up getting the job. I walked out of the interview thinking, I, I just bombed that interview. Like, I don't know why I would be that type of dog. I just like the golden retriever puppy. Like, yeah. what kind of dog do I most resemble? Um, but there are companies that are still <laughs> doing that. Um, or I, I guess I've been in, in one interview. But yeah, I, I it's my impression is those companies are trying too hard to be create. I don't know, be creative in their in their interview or, questions. Or, or maybe. They- they, they honestly don't know how to fill the <laughs> yeah. 20 minutes of time. They're just looking for something, a conversation <laughs> starter. They're just socially awkward. But it just makes it and more I, awkward. I, as, as, yeah, it's like, I, I, you, and you, you've read these famous, like like on Snopes.com, the lists of interview questions that purportedly, you know, at Polaroid and purportedly these other companies do. And especially during this scene, see, I I would get very, very, very. Uh, I I I I would hope that the reason why they asked the question is not to find out if you're smart enough to know this uh, this sorting algorithm that would actually work the best for getting that name. I I would like it for be I would like for it to be we're going to give you a totally unfair situation in which it's impossible for you to win. Are you going to get flustered? Are you going to get angry? Are you going to say this this question is BS? Or are you at least going to say, well, I'm, I'm not sure I don't have enough information to complete that. Can I ask you a couple of more questions? Uh, or at least turn it around and see, well, how did you think on your feet? Because I, I was listening. So there, there's, there's the right answer as, as later on uh, at Google, they're just, they're choosing who they're going to choose for the intern program. And, of course, the application of these two people are coming up. And say, well, about the, about the blender problem, they, they, the, the person, who, one of the people who's championing them sort of mocks the people who answer the question correctly because what they wind up doing is saying, 
uh, after saying going through all these really cool tangents, saying, "Well, look, I mean, if we're the size of a nickel, you know, why don't we just like get, get jobs like fixing eyeglasses? Because like those little screws be huge <laughs> to us, or inject us into people, and we'll like save li- we'll be saving lives once we're out of that out of that blender. Like, why? What are we doing in a blender in the first place? <laughs> and of course, they turn it around in the first like poignant moment that's probably in the in the script outline, saying, "But then they get very very serious and introspective, and they say, folks." We have been in that blender when we lost our jobs, but we're, this is us climbing out of that blender. Yeah, we're old. Yeah, we're not your usual give, candidates. Give us a chance. Yeah, exactly. Just as one chance. That's all we are. And th- I have to say, in a nice flash forward, it's it's Big Head from Silicon Valley who's uh, actually kind of uh, you know defending their cause and ends up being you know the the leader of the the team they're on. And Yasmin Phoenix is was that a real it university? Is, yeah, the university, university Phoenix is. Know, uh, it's an online university. They do have a campus here. Yeah, it's pretty. It's. Oh. Is it famous for being any good, or is it the, the opposite? It's fam- well, it, it's okay. Well, there's a, in, in in the U.S. There's a there's of course an entire industry of for profit colleges that basically take get arrange for you to get tens of thousands of dollars of loans and sell you a degree that's not really very useful. Of uh, as far as I know, University of Phoenix is the most useful in the sense that. It's not the place to go for higher education, but if you are in a job that says, well, we really would like to promote you into this management suite, but we need someone with an MBA, and we don't even care if it's University of Phoenix, and you could stay home in your off time. You can take these courses. You can get a legitimate or, excuse me, an actual bought and paid for and from a real <laughs> person to MBA. <laughs> it's just not the sort of thing where if you go into an interview, they're looking to hear the answer, yes, my MBA is from the University of Phoenix is from my from the online diploma industry, <laughs> uh, but so, but they 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 know that they're required to have they, they don't allow people into the internship program unless they're college students, and so that's how they get past that saying, well, we're technically college students because we went to the university. It's the, we we consider it's it's considered the Harvard yeah. of online <laughs> universities. And then Ryan from the office says, "Yeah, we that 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 news has not yeah. reached Silicon Valley yet." So it it does um, exist. It is real. So they discuss the same. Well, I mean, do you want someone who says, "Oh, well, because uh, if because my ma- my my new weight to mass ratio would allow me to leap from the blender," or do you want people who talk like that, or do you want people who like can think like that and who have passionate like that? We we always say to each other uh, when we hire people, we're looking for an answer to the ten hour layover question. Who would you rather be stuck at an airport with during a ten hour delay? Which is a good answer, which is a good question to ask. Because you can teach somebody how to write code in Swift. What you can't teach is someone uh, how to not be a jerk and to like bathe on a regular basis before coming to the office <laughs> and having a conversation and Case listening and point, being a team. Uh, doing the co- you know, doing this podcast with Russell. I can't teach him how to not be a jerk. Oh, just let's that. stick to the movie show, <laughs> Yasmin. Just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. Was that too personal? I got out. It, I, I find it interesting that at, at this point um, – they kind of introduce not 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 the bad guy, but you know the the manager who's going to be on their tail the whole time. That uh, looks like he doesn't believe in them, you know, at all. And you know, what are these upstarts doing here? And you know, they, you guys don't belong. And he's in that meeting, going, "Really, really big head? Like, you, do you think we should take these people on? Does that seem like a good idea?" Asif Banvi is the head of the internship program, and yeah, every, every everybody, I, I I can only I can only mention them by their real names or be the show that they're on so it's ryan from the office it's it's rob riggle from uh, from the daily show and from the office uh and all this stuff so yes they do they they do get the job asif manvi is skeptical 
or so in the scenes, he's, he's quite skeptical, but they are. Spoiler alert! We don't want to tip our hands. Yeah, we should. <laughs> it almost seems unnecessary to say at the beginning of the show there are spoiler alerts because I don't think that anybody will have seen this movie who wasn't really passionate <laughs> about seeing this movie. If anything, you will listen to this, you will get the entire story, and then you might be curious to compare your notes with ours. I believe that they will be in sync. But no, this is not a this is not an ending of Citizen Kane sort of thing. Uh, by the way, uh, Charles Schultz, uh, the creator of Peanuts, he spoiled the ending of Citizen Kane for me when I was seven years old. I did not realize how big wow. a deal that was. That the last, pa- the second to last panel of that Sunday strip, until I realized that ten years later, oh, I wonder what Citizen Kane would have been like if I did not know how it ended. I guess I won't know. Thank you, Charles Schultz. I now, now I have a thousand reasons to love you and be grateful to you, and only one reason to kind of not like you very much. Uh, but so so th- so they get there, and of course they're like you know easily double the age of the oldest in- other intern that's been there. Um, it's kind of, it's kind of it's there there are a couple of uh, moments during this whole movie where I felt like I could uh, I could hear the voice of a screenwriter in their forties or their fifties. Because they're looking around and they see it's got this slide from the, the, the I believe it's the real Google campus. I haven't been actually. Uh, I've never been to the central Google campus, so I don't know what it's like. But it has like this this playground slide in the in the atrium that goes from the top to the bottom, and there are like bouncy balls everywhere, and everyone's wearing like per- noogle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's, there's free food, free food everywhere. And so when did when did when did twenty being twenty started to look like <laughs> like being twelve? Is what Owen Wilson says. <laughs> Um, and so, and there's there's uh, uh, another. And there, that's kind of a, co- a constant thing that goes uh, throughout the rest of the movie. We'll get to. I've got notes later on, but we'll, we'll, we'll get to it or not. So they they call everybody together and they say, "What do you? What do you?" Asif Mandi says, "What you? You'll all be uh, form and form yourselves into teams, and only one of you teams will be offered actual jobs at the end of this summer internship. And what you need to succeed is googliness, <laughs> the intangible stuff that made a search engine into an engine for change." And you feel as though that's one of those lines that was very much approved by by Google. Yeah. If not, yeah, that's that's that seems like a marketing term. Yeah. In, in fact, I've been involved in um, at least one Google photo, uh, sorry, video shoot, and they they do literally have like a PR person standing there, and they'll say, "Can you just please just these two lines? That's all we want. We don't want creative control over what you're doing, but you've got to get these two phrases in." We're like, "Yeah, okay, I, I guess." And they they're always cheesy like that as well, because you know those people are like this is the essence of Googliness, and we must. And then me as the as the viewer is looking at that and going, "Wow." Russell gets it. Like, he gets Google. <laughs> that is amazing. How did he come up with that? <laughs> I, I do find it interesting that at this point we introduce the, um, if there, there is a bad character in this movie, it's the, the you know, the horrible guy with the British accent Graham, who's, you know, really snobby. And if, if he's British, his name, his name had to be either Graham <laughs> or Ian. Why, why again, America, must the person with the British accent be the bad guy? Why? Well, because well, a there's, there's good tradition there, but also it wasn't until like halfway through this movie, seeing and remember that Graham is just an intern <laughs> like everybody else. He's introduced because he th- because when uh, Owen Wilson and uh, and uh, 
Vince Vaughn. They're not wearing their like propeller beanie caps. So they think, oh, here's someone in their 40s or 50s. He must be like a manager type. And if I suck up to him, I'll be I'll start I'll start on my path to getting that job. And then, of course, when he realizes they're interns, he starts he he turns into (laughs) bad British guy. But he's like just a 22, 23 year old like anybody else. And he's just for no reason whatsoever, just being a total jerk to them for the entire movie, even though like, of course, they, they have they're like the bad news bears team. And there's they're absolutely no threat to him because his team keeps winning all the all the competitions and as it started to look familiar and that's when i realized that oh my god this is a remake of the rodney dangerfield movie back to school another movie in which the old guy moves into a campus full of college age people where he's kind of a misfit but along the way he brings his like experience and attitude towards improving their lives meanwhile there's like a british guy who for really no adequately explained reason just (laughs) wants him to fail even though Rodney Dangerfield's success has absolutely no bearing whatsoever on his life at all. So of course, he has to be British. Yes, and obviously, and American tea. movie, the, the bad people have to be British. It just makes me sad, but yes. that's how it is. Um, I, I do, I, do, I did have a question here that it is an unpaid internship, and think I know this is 2012, 2013, but it's not like it was nineteen ninety three. Can you be an unpaid intern and afford uh, to live in the Bay Area? <laughs> <laughs> where are they living? <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I was wondering is where, where are these guys sleeping? Because there's, there's one shot of Owen Wilson that looks like he's in a hotel room. And at the end of the movie, they mentioned that it's gone for the whole summer. I'm like, how? I've stayed in hotels in San Francisco. I know how expensive it is. How on earth are these guys staying there for a whole summer? Even an apartment. I, I, I think it was like it looked like a sort of a sort of an apartment sort of thing, or maybe like a something that was a motel in the '60s that was converted to apartments. So we're not talking about like Tony real estate, but we're talking about if an Airbnb in which it's a closet where you have to sleep standing up that rents out at three hundred thirty dollars a night. <laughs> I don't uh, just a, a one bedroom apartment goes for a couple of grand at least. Uh, yeah, and we, we've already established that Vince Vaughn is completely broke. You know, he's had to sell all his stuff. His house he's, got he's foreclosed become, on. Maybe Owen Wilson yeah, saved some got, money. I don't know. <laughs> it's like where are these watch salesmen getting enough money to stay there for for a yeah, summer? Nobody I, knows. Do they have any uh, like? Well, I guess people don't leave Google, but I was going to ask if they have any housing on the actual Google campus. But they made a joke of that in the movie where it's like, I never leave. When he's like, Hey, if I was going to take a pretty girl out to dinner, where would I yeah. take her? And she goes, I I don't know. I never leave Google campus i'm a 30 year old woman who manages all these projects at google but i don't know how to live because i'm just in here all day like it was just (laughs) her character you know but um yeah i guess no housing no housing at google that would be a good i like the fact that vince vaughn after he gets set up in there is fully taking advantage he he takes two cups of first day takes two cups of coffee to like the you know the the the, the, the kiosk and so how much oh those are free like no but the, the two these two yeah this, this, this is a free free store like everything's free you mean even the bagels they're free yeah you can, would like a bagel like yeah i'd like a bagel could i have four no could i have five yeah it's free how about these bananas also free like that, that's that's why that's why i might i might not be a good hire for like one of these modern companies because I would be uh, again. I would be super excited. There's a uh, they uh, just to, just to skip forward. I want to I want to talk about like uh, uh, the food situation there. Uh, but so they everyone's supposed to choose to, because Graham is such a forceful type A. He picks like based on 
possibly racist and sexist things. She, he wants <laughs> he wants a hot chick. He wants someone who looks like an Asian guy. He wants like a nerd who like went to Harvard. And so he uh, so they're, they're they're everyone's going milling about picking their own teams. Uh, Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson's team are the people who are left over. Uh, but but the, so that they're like the again they're the bad news bears. They're the, they're the misfits, even though they all seem very very technical and very very capable. Um, but uh, oh, let, let's let, let's go through them. There's uh, they're led by Lyle, a, a Google employee who's 22, 23 years old, who <laughs> does not lead them and seems to be okay at what he does for a living. But you don't know why he's a leader because he doesn't actually do anything. Uh, the rest of these people are kind of stereotypes. There is um, appears to be, he appears to be a Chinese American. His name is Yo Yo. He's homeschooled by a stereotypical tiger mom who's being uh, uh being intimidated by his mom into always succeeding don't just like succeed you have to be the best at everything and he goes to like self-hurting by pull, yanking out his own eyebrows when he gets stressed out um there is stewart who is the sullen guy in the knit cap who's always just focused on his phone and being sarcastic and not being not participating uh there's nehepatan who is uh an indian american woman who is obsessed with pop culture one of the only two <laughs> female characters in the entire movie by the way and, uh but oh and and i couldn't help but notice that stewart <laughs> is wearing a watch all kinds of people are wearing watches on the google campus in this movie so john goodman was kind of full of crap yeah one of the like the the woman that was a part of the team um, when she's trying to find a group she's like i'm fun i'm fun i'm also really smart too but most importantly i'm fun and so you know, you're, it plays into that stereotype of women have to be fun to be a part of the part of the team. Um, so it just plays into the women stereotypes. And, you know, yeah, there wasn't a lot of women um, on the cast, which is probably why they ended up going to a oh, strip club. Oh, you've jumped ahead, Yasmin. You've, you've missed, you've missed the, the <laughs> sorry, one and sorry. only Australian in the plot. Spoiler alert, where are we? We'll get, we'll, we'll, we'll get, sorry, we'll sorry, get to sorry, that, sorry. but we want to... I wanted. I wanted to know again. As 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 the white guy, I'm not the person to discuss whether or not her whole. They, uh, oh, there, there are two things. One that maybe each of you is better <laughs> suited than I. Actually, certainly better suited than I. Uh, so uh, Owen Wilson at the very very beginning uh, bumps into Rose Byrne, who plays a like 30 year old like big, busy successful uh, Google manager, and of course is hitting on her like kind of. Uh, if this were an '80s movie, it would be sexual. He'd, he'd be do, he'd be elevating it to a sexual harassment thing. But this was made in like 2010, 2011, so it's just below that level where he can still credibly come off as, "Oh, isn't it adorable <laughs> that I keep having to bump into her and keep finding excuses?" It's to called talk to stalking. Her. Um, played by Rose <laughs> Byrne. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's 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 not it's not good. Now. Uh, later on in the movie, she self she let's say she self identifies as Australian. I thought that her accent was rather variable, <laughs> and I wanted the professional opinion on on Rose Rose Burns' accent. Well, mates, the uh, the way we break that down is now. I, I think she's gone for the. Um, I assume you're both familiar with Kylie Minogue, Australian pop star of uh, yes. yesterday. I think she's gone more for the Kylie Minogue style of um, posh Australian accent that almost almost sounds British. I don't. I haven't done the research. I haven't gone and found out if that's how she actually talks. But it's it it is a variant. It is one an accent a a variant of the Australian accent that we will accept. It's a it's officially recognised. But it's the <laughs> the more upper class. So I guess you know how in most movies, if you want to portray a peasant, 
you give them a Cockney accent. You know, they're from Cockney Britain because they're a peasant and that's how peasants talk. <laughs> and it's the same in Australia if you want to portray someone as posh and rich and successful. You give them that, you know, slightly British accent. It's it's it, yeah. Okay. So we'll, we'll, we'll allow I, it. I, I will say that I was, I was excited enough to make fun of her accent that I didn't bother to check her Wikipedia page, uh, which says, Byrne was born in Balmain, a suburb of Sydney, New South Wales, and is of Irish and Scottish descent. Uh, and he was born in, actually born in Australia. I don't know how much time she spent in Australia. <laughs> I'm just, that's... You could tell she, she didn't spend, um, well, oh, maybe, I mean, she's an actress, so she, she could probably change her accent. She later moved to Newtown and Bondi. Okay, joining the Australian Theater for the Young People in University of Sydney. Said, okay, fine. So he's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just that we, we, we. I'm, I'm used to your voice. I'm used to your kind of voice. It's not this. It's. I'm not used to a voice that I can't lock into nationally, and so I was wondering if having having grown up hearing lots of Americans who think that well, England has just one accent, isn't it? And it's, 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 it's. it's consonants from wales uh a letter a from london uh, it was it was it was a it was a distraction that's all that's all i'm saying so i i stand corrected she is i did rose i'm, I'm not i'm not saying i'm not saying that you're not don't worry, i did exactly the same <laughs> thing the second she said i'm australian i was straight to the google rose burn oh okay yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> cool, yeah. It was. It, it, I think another part was when she was actually like using Cockneyisms. I think. I think it was because Owen Wilson was like had misidentified her accent, and she was making fun of him, making fun of her. But again, because I hadn't locked in that accent, I was trying to figure that one out. <laughs> um, so let's see. But the, so what I, the other thing that I was not qualified to judge is um, there is a scene in which. Uh, Owen Wilson is and Rose is continuing his. I'm not really hitting on her. We're just. I'm just an intern and you're an employee, and interns are not even allowed to date you people and that sort of thing. And she's. They're having this conversation in which Rose, because Owen Wilson still has about ten or fifteen years on her, so she's she's in, her character is in her early thirties. Uh, Vince uh, Owen Wilson is in his mid forties, and saying, "Wow, you 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 spend all you spend all of your time here at Google. Don't you have <laughs> your own personal no time? Don't you ever go out to dinner?" And she s- goes on this monologue that seemed to be mocking him about yes, and I, I won't do her accent, but like I yes, and I'm thirty years old and I'm getting older and I'm the time that I should be spending having horrible dates with people and dating jerks. I'm I, I'm not finding the real one, and someday I'm going to wake up and realize that all I have is the meetings and the job, and I haven't had children. Is that what you think I'm worried about? And I was trying to I was I had to reel that back because I was trying to figure out whether they were writing this as she was li- literally mocking the idea that she if of course if she spends if she's a woman in her thirties who spends all of her time at work, it's because she has she's harboring all these fears. Or whether once again this is one of those like uh, Vince Vaughn was one of the screenwriters. So if you're you're a, a male screenwriter um. in his mid forties saying, I want to have a <laughs> she 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 says something jokingly that turns out to really bear her soul to this person for the first time. In which case that's that's pretty damn sexist. <laughs> yeah, so it's uh, saying that uh well one thing is in order to be successful in a company like at Google, you can't, you know, have a life outside of that. Or even saying that if you are a woman, you have to desire to have a family and be in a relationship, which, you know, some people don't want to do, don't want to have that. And that's their decision. And that's fine. Um, Yeah, I wasn't overly impressed. 
I wasn't really impressed with the movie overall, especially their depiction of women um, in here. <laughs> a Vince so, Vaughn movie, go figure. It's weird, Jasmine. Yeah, I, I thought exactly. that big head falling in love with the, you know someone who strips in their spare time would have you know that that plays to the female narrative. <laughs> I thought you'd be you'd be all oh for that. Oh my gosh, <laughs> uh, I. It was it was a movie that I was like, why is it you know why is there an unrated version and then just a regular version? That's odd. They're at Google, like why is it unrated? And then uh, you know you later find out, oh, why there there is an unrated version, and now I understand why. And why did they have to slip that in there? Oh, because Vince Vaughn. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I have to say there is um there's definitely that. I, I don't like criticizing people, but you know you go to an Adam Sandler movie and you get Adam Sandler jokes, and they tend to be the same you know, jokes just rehashed for each one of his movies. And Vince Vaughn does seem a little bit like that. You know, he's got the track of, you know, the, the, these are the things we make fun of, you know, and it's you see movies like The Wedding Crashes, you see other movies he's been in, and it's, it just seems like the same pattern of jokes over and over again. So I was definitely expecting that, you know, going in. There, there was no surprises. Well. We'll get we'll, we'll get we'll get to the strip club. Um, so they so the the way that the way the internship works is, is, is apparently instead of just having them actually work, <laughs> if if if, if the the posit of this movie is that if you're in the internship program, this isn't a situation in which you get to do a whole bunch of jobs and do productive stuff for the company and learn stuff as you go. It really is, as far as this movie is concerned, just a summer long like competition to win one of six jobs in which they have competition after competition and challenge after challenge like a reality show uh the team finally comes together when they are playing quidditch uh <laughs> and they are matched against graham's team um i have heard that quidditch there are people on college campuses that try to take the fake game from the kids book and actually play it i don't know if is that an actual thing that might happen on a corporate campus? No, I, I actually I did some research for once. I reached out to um, some people I know <laughs> at Google, and I'm like, "How much of this is true?" So there's there's unfortunately no Quidditch whatsoever at Google. But oh. interestingly enough, in one scene where they're doing the you know, would you drink with your boss? Would you take food home? And they're doing the red paddle, green paddle thing. They're, my contacts at Google told me that they've actually adopted that for some of their meetings now. So. There wasn't originally really? a Google thing, but they now do it in their movie uh, in their meetings. They have green paddle, red paddles for some of them. Did you ask him if you could take food home? <laughs> I didn't understand that part. <laughs> but what I, about if it's I, rotting and I need to eat it before it rots? <laughs> no, you can't take it home. And there's there's no Google helpline also, <laughs> which is my my favorite bit in the entire movie. I have to say, I don't know if I'm skipping ahead, but we'll we'll we'll, we'll get to that because that, that's like actually the apex of the whole movie. But that, that that is something that I flagged. Like, are, are you such a – is Google such a bunch of tight butts that – like, you're, you're, you're saying that I'm – I'm okay, I'm, I got a 45-minute, maybe an hour-long commute home, okay? And right there at the, at the snack bar is a bag of Skittles. I'm not allowed to take a bag of Skittles and a cup of coffee to enjoy during my hour-long commute home. I can't take any food home under any circumstances. But according to Asif Manvi, the head of the intern program... No, I have to say, not. having been to the Google campus and sampled the free food, um, you can take as much as you want and you can take it wherever the heck you want. You don't even need a badge. You just follow someone in through the doors. That's you fun. grab the food, That's you walk in. That's part of the fun. I, I, had it at, I, I was doing the Mac Break podcast yesterday while I was in New York and I actually got one. Uh, I got a, a, a breather space, you know, breather.com, where you can get their unleased offices like in, in, in the city that... Uh, with this phone app, you can reserve one for a did, few did hours. Did you use the offer code uh, materials? 
<laughs> I, well, not 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 yet because they're not a sponsor yet. But I figured that if I could if I could sneak a plug for Breather.com on our show, um, and and there was and there's a big big like uh, big glass jar full of full of like individual Tootsie Rolls like in the middle of the room. There is like a a, a, a sign like in a frame on the door saying here are the here are the rules and here's the Wi-Fi password. And of course, you know, if you if you need pens, if you need to t- help yourself to the candy. And I didn't eat because I, I don't want to eat like uh, chocolate taffy while I'm speaking into a microphone for a couple hundred thousand people. <laughs> but I, as I'm looking at this thing, I'm thinking I got I, 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 when I when I bought the the, the the diet coke that I was going to be drinking this, I actually had them put the put it in the in a CVS plastic bag, and now that bag is empty. But uh, there's no way I'm not taking at least half of these Tootsie Rolls <laughs> home with me. <laughs> That's, and, th- that, and that's there. There are many reasons why I wonder how long I would last in one of these jobs. Because, like, why do we no longer have any more of those like <laughs> peanut butter and chocolate chip Cliff bars? Well, well, because Andy has a long weekend <laughs> and he really likes them. And the first time that for, apparently someone said, "Sure, take as many as you want," and he took three boxes of yeah. them. Yeah, I, I used to work for a company that had um, free soft drinks in the fridge. And they put an end to that when they found out that we were having competition with the, with the Coke. So whoever could drink the most Coke in a win uh, in a week would win. And the way we'd show who was winning is you'd actually stack up the empty bottles on your desk. And the managers would be walking past, going, oh, "What no. on earth is going on here?" So yeah, I, I can't imagine how good that is for your health having free food everywhere you go. Yeah, that's, that's, that's something that would be fun <laughs> for two okay. or three days, and then. Then there's a time which you realize that I'm going to have to monitor this very, very carefully. Because <laughs> um, it's always like it's three it, o'clock, and then you're thinking like, oh, you know, something like a nice treat sounds really good right now. And hey, there's a Coke in the fridge. Yeah, Coke sounds good. I can walk over and get one. And there's and your dentist you know, in the background like, going like, yes, 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 another one, another one, yes. So the so the the team is not working well together. The the Quidditch game is actually the first time they come together sort of as a team. The, the other the other three the the younger folks are openly dismissive of them. They uh, they they have the, the first challenge is to debug uh, a uh, a Google Voice product, uh, and in the first glimmer of where the movie is going, all that the three are like talking about technical stuff. Oh, maybe it's a, maybe it's a stack problem or maybe it's a relay. What, what, what framework are they using? And there's, and Owen and, and uh, Owen Wilson and Vince Farr are saying, well, if it's code, somebody probably wrote it. What if we find the person who wrote the code and ask them what they think, which is, seems to be almost completely the right answer. And if I were creating a, a, a coding challenge, I would be very, very impressed with a team that said, why don't we, fi- why don't we instead of examining the code, let's talk to the person who wrote the code and see if they were drunk that day or if there was a problem that he was always he or she was always worried about. But of course, they, they tell him, that, oh, you should definitely do that. Why don't you go? He, uh, it's, a, it's a guy, his name is, is Charles Xavier. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's a professor at Stanford. He's a bald guy in a wheelchair and much laughs were had. Uh, but at the Quidditch game, the, in the second half, I don't know if they're halves at Quidditch, but they're they're getting their butts handed to them by Graham. Yeah, seventy team. to zero, and dun, then dun. seventy to zero. I don't even know if that's a high score or not. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's golf where the lower score is good. I I honestly can say that I have never. Uh, I, I was I did not make the Quidditch team as a kid. I was uh, playing chess and uh, and uh, and and water polo. Uh, but so, but Vince and Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson have the big because the their their Google employee who's the leader 
never does anything during the course of the movie. It's the two old guys who say, you know, we got, I don't, I don't care if we're not going to, we're not going to win. Like, why, why are you giving up? You're just not, you're not even participating and that's not even acceptable. And you just got to fight so that you know that this, this, that, and the other. And for some reason, these people who are stumbling all over themselves for the first half suddenly develop these ninja athletic moves <laughs> and tie up the game and they, they lose by 10 points because a guy in a golden cat suit <laughs> with a suspiciously erotic tennis ball dangling between his legs that everyone has to chase after him and grab the ball i don't know if that was supposed to be in the family version of this movie he was he, he was he was supposedly the golden snitch and if you grab you catch the golden snitch you automatically win and so they lose but they say it does it doesn't matter we came, we came together as a team everybody and that sort of cheers them up which leads us into uh the first, the, the first really big thing. The, the next, the next challenge is that they everyone has to develop. Each team has to develop an app. Again, they're not doing any work for Google. They're just doing competitions for some reason. Um, and they have they're discussing all kinds of different projects. Vince Vaughn is that's the frustrating scene in which not only does he think that online is a, is a current technical term, but it's on the line. And he keeps getting corrected <laughs> as he's mentioning his idea for an app. But he keeps describing Instagram. <laughs> over and over again as everybody all the other kids say it's instagram no no no. but you're taking a picture okay <laughs> and now you're putting it on the line and you're sharing it with people i, I, yeah, I have to say no, i'm not that done point, yet. i had my pulp fiction moment i'm like you say on the line <laughs> one more time <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's well it's i i'm kind of I, i'm kind of like that i was i was kind of hoping we'd show some self-awareness there because i have the same i have the same problem with downton abbey <laughs> where i know that it's downton abbey but if I know that the person I'm talking to is a huge fan of the show, something evil takes over and forces me to keep calling it Downtown Abbey <laughs> over and over again until they totally lose it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's da- da- Downtown Abbey. I, oh I, I wish I could just record this because every Sunday night, like, I-, I can't wait for the next Downtown Abbey. It's like, I- I'm just enough for Downtown Abbey. And then Yasmin punches Andy in the face. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, the, the way he was beating that joke, I, I guess that was meant to be the humor, is that he just kept saying it, but I felt like throttling me at yeah. that point. By that point, I had got the laptop out, and then I was watching and, uh, you know, also doing some stuff on the computer, so. <laughs> but anyway, they, they, they're struggling to make this app, and they're like, oh, you know, what should we do? And that's when the old guys step in. They're like, we need to show you how to live, because you're all like young <laughs> nerds who have never experienced well, life. <laughs> This this is going to be your. I, I, I felt I well it's it's it was a, there was actually kind of a there it's not a great movie but there of individual cool moments where I imagined that at some point they took a draft of the sh- of this of the script and they kept handing it to different people and I think that when they handed it to a bunch of writers in their twenties they added this scene in which all these uh, these twenty two twenty three year olds say look you know the whole American dream you know you know, you know what it's like to be twenty one nobody's getting jobs there's no future that whole American dream thing that you guys grew up on is just a dream. And they're saying, well, you can't be that cynical. That's just the way things are right now. And then they say, you know what? We're going to take you out. We're going to show you what life is really life. And so they take a Google bus, an actual Google bus, which in an 80s movie, they would have stolen the Google bus. But apparently you're allowed to simply take a whole like Greyhound bus with a Google logo on it to Chinatown to go to go to a restaurant. They go from the restaurant to a strip club. Again, in the Google bus. <laughs> uh, Which really Ferris no, Bueller the, should have been driving. I, I think that was a massive uh, cameo miss. <laughs> there, 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 are a lot of, there are a lot of, inter, there, there are a lot of intersections with this. Like, 
I, I, I've started having flashbacks to that episode where Homer Simpson went back to college to get certified as a <laughs> nuclear engineer. And he has to teach the nerds like how to really enjoy college because he wants the college experience to be like every 80s movie set in a college he ever went to, he ever, he ever attended. Um, but it also reminded me of beef, uh, reminded me of Flashdance because like that movie in the 80s, apparently this is a strip club in which none of the women ever take off their clothes <laughs> ever. <laughs> Except in the Australian Except version. Except in the Australian so version. <laughs> I kind of so, wish I had so, the American so, so, version, actually. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> quite, a, quite a compliment for the dancers that the movie hired. <laughs> oh, God. Estelle Getty. Oh, God. <laughs> B. Arthur. <laughs> it's the Golden Girls Club. And now the thunder from St. Olaf. It's Betty White. Of course, in Give the plot up. twist that I'm sorry, spoiler alert, that we never saw coming, Big Head meets the woman that he's infatuated with from Google and she just happens to be, you know, spare time stripping there. And they have that moment where he's like, oh, no, I've recognized it, but I'm, I'm too nerdy to say anything. And, oh, my life is over. And that's when, you know, <laughs> Big Daddy Vince Vaughn steps in. He's like, just, just be yourself, son. Uh, go and talk to her. And that's where he has that revelation. He's like, oh, I can talk to women. It's amazing. There's a double one of that because the, uh, the, the uh, uh, I can't remember her name, Nepetalon? Niha. Okay. It's, she, her, nickname is, her nickname is Niha, so I'm going to say I can pronounce Niha. Uh, and so, because she's the, in the introduction, she's saying, "Oh well, yeah, I'm I'm really into raving and uh, and cosplaying as slave Leia, and maybe there's some bondage if we're into that." And she missed it because now, like they they're they're looking at these two guys as almost father figures, like confessor saying, "I've I always talk a big game. I've I've read about like about clubs like this and drinking, but I've never actually done it." And it's like. Well, today's the night you start living. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully they're all they're all, then that's that's where we learn that they're all over twenty one. Yeah, I, I gotta say, it, two two old guys does, get teenagers. It does drunk skirt the line between club. creepy and like nice father figure. There's, uh, there's definitely like a weird intersection that they cross into a few times. I'm also not entirely sure that uh, I, I, I maybe I wasn't paying close attention, but uh, Big Head's uh, a dancer crush. Uh, she, we, we, we learn about her because she has been giving him dance lessons at Google. I thought that she was an engineer. Who she also works there. Yeah, it was really confusing. But I didn't know whether she, whether she was, well, I was like, is Google big enough that they would actually, they got, they got on, on-site dry cleaners and stuff like that. Do they have dance instructors who just are employees of Google as opposed to, I know, I know what uh, a friend of mine is uh, an engineer, environmental sciences engineer who works at NASA, who her, her Twitter feed is full of her in a full NASA ISS EVA suit doing, doing neutral buoyancy tests on tools and stuff like that. And the other pictures on her Instagram are her like as a fire dancer, because she will work, uh, not 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 new. I'm, t- I'm talking about like yeah, as a corporate event, people who can like uh, twirl like fire hoops and do aerialists uh, sort of stuff. So that maybe because I recognized a couple of friends of mine in that role, if that person were working as a stripper, not that they should be ashamed of themselves, but that might be a reason. Might be something they would choose to keep private from their job with. Well, she mentioned at Google. Didn't- so Didn't sure she mention she was to... doing this to get through college, or was that another uh, woman there? So, there's so it was really like that. you can only jump so many stereotypes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. in there, <laughs> well, I was yeah. confused because I I also was like, okay, she I thought she works at Google because he's stalking her through the their like social network. Yeah, she was definitely yeah, on the company on the, internet page. Yeah. yeah. The so company then internet, internet, when yeah. she shows 
Which is a real thing, by the way. So apparently, yes, which we, has we like heard the Google Photos and, team talk about yeah. that because they were saying that don't ever go on the company internet because you're going to find out where everyone went to school and how much smarter they are than you. <laughs> um, so I thought she worked <laughs> at Google and then mm-hmm. I was like, oh, maybe she just does dance lessons there because I think she's supposedly paying for her college education. Or I don't know if that was another uh, woman there. I don't know. It was just all mm. really confusing and. Again, it's again. But we should circle back to the fact that this is not a great movie. This it's is not, not a great movie where they they'll do a final pass through to make sure that everything makes sense. Again, we have interns who are unpaid who can afford to live within commuting distance of Google. <laughs> that's that's fine. That they're not they're they're not sleeping in 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 uh, in, in the park. So uh, with, with a certain latitude, I think. Um, and of course, this uh, being at the strip club bonds them together as a group and you know and of course these are all nerds who have never but they didn't show niha they, they, well, they, <laughs> they like showed her in the first scene of the strip club and then they like didn't show her bonding i guess with everyone else i've seen maybe. I, I, and, and again <laughs> I, I i can sort of hear, see the version history of this script where they said okay we got to get owen wilson back we got to get niha back there has to be a conversation on film where owen wilson says gee <laughs> this might be inappropriate if you're uncomfortable here we'll put every we'll all go back on the bus and leave together we don't want you to be here to in a space that will make you uncomfortable as a woman and that's when she says no no i'm i'm fine as a matter of fact i've never done this but i've never been to this place like this before and because that again there, there's so many lines where Men in their mid forties, <laughs> people in their twenty two, twenty three. Yo Yo has never had a, never had a drink before because he's had such a sheltered life, and now of course he takes his first, uh, he takes tequila and he turns into a wild man, uh, just 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 like sixteen candles. Where uh, 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 I can't remember the uh, uh, Ken Watanabe plays like the exchange student who of course gets drunk at the party and turns into a, turns into a wild man, but now he's got his shirt off and he's. Uh, for for a nerd who's a sheltered kid, he is ripped, man. He's got abs. He's got that's he's got it going on. Okay, Yo Yo's got it going on. And because this is this is not only a strip club, one of those strip clubs where the women don't take off their clothes. It's also a strip club where there are no bouncers. So when a bunch of jocks like start making fun of them and they get into this big brawl, nobody stops to interfere until it all breaks up. But they the but it, we we. They leave the they get out of the club and now it's like dawn and they're they're at the Golden Gate Bridge and the Marin side as sunset's coming up. They're drunk, they're hungover. There's the kids are saying this is the this has been the greatest night in my entire life, and Big Head is saying I just, I'm gonna take I, I've took a, taken a picture of my junk and I she, he he did get got the courage to talk to his dance his crush the, the the dance instructor and they hit it off even though again hey you showed up at this my secret place of work and you saw me stripping and now you're trying to buy me a drink okay that's not. That's that's a place where I feel secure and safe. But hey, here's my phone number and everything. And so I'm gonna take a picture of my junk and and text it to her. And Luke and 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 Vince Vaughn said, "No, you should definitely not do that. You should definitely not do that." Here, I'll I'll show you. I'll, I'll prove you how how drunk you are. What's the square root? What, what's the cube of of seventeen? You know that that should be the that should be the app that we make for this uh, for this challenge. We should make a, a new texting app that prevents you from sending drunk text text by asking you quiz questions before you go. That I could code that in thirty minutes as easy as pie. Yeah, yeah. And it's a brilliant <laughs> and, idea. Oh, I had that moment. I I actually wrote uh, uh, in Apple Script uh, years ago uh, a, uh, a, a a an alarm clock 
that I would actually use when it was absolutely critical that I get up and I not I'm not sure I was able to get up in four hours. It would it was connected to a, a really loud piezo uh, buzzer and it would basically choose a random number. It would uh, square it and then ask me to calculate the, the square root of that number. <laughs> and that's the only way I could get the thing to turn off. Oh man! So I thought I, I thought that was a cool idea. Uh, I, I I'm not sure if. It's later that same morning because they're in the Google offices and they're critically hungover. And Asif Manvi comes in and tells them, "Well, your your app was downloaded ten more times than anybody else's, and so you've you've won the competition." Leading us to the montage of them playing volleyball in the court and doing things successfully, <laughs> working together as a team. As Office Manvi is wandering in and out and seeing them, and Vince Vaughn uh, gets and Owen Wilson get a phone call from John Goodman saying, "Oh, I'm here in Miami and I'm starting a new company selling electric scooters to the old people. I got a sales job. Just cut." get your asses down here because they're going to hire you and they're saying no no we're we're in this we've got something going already we're having this internship and another one of those let's give them a good inspirational line saying you don't you don't know what's going to happen after this internship they said you know what that's the great thing about it we don't know what's going to happen and now we're looking forward (laughs) to the future Basically, except the whole time we, the viewer, knew what was going to happen. There has to be an act. There has to be an act four turn. There has to be a false dawn before the. I I, I can't remember the screenwriter cliche uh, outline book, but there has to there has to be a false dawn. There's a big thing where uh, the 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 la- second to last challenge is that they have to do they have to man tech support at Google for an entire hour, and all the teams are going to have to do this like while they're being watched by Asif Manvi and their uh, calls are being recorded uh, and, and logged and, and that sort of stuff. And they're going through the uh, – getting ready for this. And Owen Wilson, uh, partly because of the uh, – of uh, partly because Rose is, uh, is teaching classes and programs, but taking lots of programming classes and lots of tech classes, and now he's actually quite competent with web technologies, and so he knows exactly how to uh, handle tech support for Google Chrome – uh, Vince Vaughn is not good at all, and he thinks he's going to fail. And he's kind of down on himself, and he's trying to study. Uh, meanwhile, Graham has done the – there's a recurring theme that Google uh, products are really, really creepy and are used to hurt people. I don't know how that got into the script. Maybe it was after Google signed off on it because it, and, uh, because he and he and, uh, uh, he and the, the, his uh, uh, would-be girlfriend – uh, they they go out on the on on a first date that's not actually that, that's technically not a date because of course that they can't they can't date uh, on uh, dating a, with a Rose Byrne, and uh, he says, well, Google has changed everything now that they're, they're as soon as you date somebody they Google you so now I I can't lie about it like I used to I have to be totally honest, and now later and the, the and the <laughs> next next instance of this is Graham. I, it's, I I can't do Vince Vaughn. I can I, I, the only that's the only person that, I've seen. I've seen enough Wes Anderson movies that can do a halfway decent Owen Wilson. This is a, this is an homage to Wes Anderson than anything else. Um, and so uh, now Graham, who's been just being a jerk them for no reason because they're all losers and his team is winning every. Now that they're winning a couple of competitions, now he really wants to try to torpedo them. So he corners uh, Vince Vaughn in the sauna room at Google. I now really totally free food, free saunas, a slidey a slidey way to get from here to there, and and free rainbow bicycles. I want to work for Google now. Uh, but said I, I know I, I I've, re- I've researched you and it's, you know, you've got to, you were foreclosed in your house and you've had a million jobs and you didn't finish college. It seems as though every time you're about close to success, you find a way to fail. Uh, that's why I'm not worried about you anymore. Because ever since I used Google's advanced internal internal search tools to learn all about you, I know that you're a loser <laughs> and you'll always be a loser. And that undermines him. 
but then he then uh, so I so I mentioned that uh, Josh Gad is he's a guy in and uh, always wear headphones wears headphones he's behind like a big bushy beard and a big head of hair uh, and he's like in the the in the lunchroom like he's the only person alone at a table and he doesn't uh, when Vince Vaughn sits next to him like and tries to start a conversation doesn't acknowledge his presence because he's wearing headphones and he's like so Vince Vaughn is now in like one of the common areas late at night studying 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 Gmail because he's going to be doing tech support for Gmail and I can't I just don't know this and I can't learn this and I don't know this and then from two rows back all alone <laughs> in the dark it's headphone guy <laughs> who suddenly starts talking. <laughs> Saying that no, you're you're actually very good at this. Like we wow, I I I I, I, I can't believe you actually overheard me. Oh, I don't listen to any music through the headphones. It's so that I can be in my own quiet space. I don't. I'm not really comfortable <laughs> talking to people, but I listen a lot, and I've been listening to you and your friend. And the way that you connect to humanity is your great is your great strength. And of course, and apparently he's this for some whatever reason he's this ninja who, in the space of like three hours between two and four a.m. the night before, can teach him everything <laughs> there is to know about Gmail tech support. Because the next day it's the big it's the big like tech support uh, bullpen, and they're all killing it. Uh, you see Graham doing yeah. being a very efficient. Okay, which which version of Chrome are you using? That's the old version. You need to upgrade to the new version. That will fix it. Thank you. But Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn are using their sales skills to say, make a personal connection, making sure that they're all happy and making sure everything is being satisfied correctly. And it looks like they've they've actually absolutely aced it. But it turns out well, before oh, sorry, you go, go. before you get to the end, I have to give you one of my favorite lines from that scene because he's he's been up studying with this ninja. You have too many Gmails open. <laughs> Try closing some. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if I've had too many Gmails open. Is that, I don't know if that's something that can be done. Well, apparently this guy did, and he closed some, and boom, his problem was solved. Okay. See, I thought, <laughs> I thought. Also, also, he seems to spend a lot of time saying, "Oh, you were from Miami. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna after we, after I solve your problem, I'm gonna tell you great places to go salsa dancing. I want you to hear about you grinding <laughs> against other people." And I'm saying, okay, number one, that's time you could be spending helping other people. And two, I don't <laughs> it's think a competition, Vince. Yeah, and also grinding. It. I don't think you should be talking about grinding. That's if there's a checkbox for that in the customer <laughs> feedback box. I think that's going to come up. But anyway, you're about to give us the uh, the climax of the whole thing. No, no. So, so say so. And oh, and uh, Vince Vaughn's like, my God, I can actually do this job. We're doing great, and we got a chance. But it turns out he did not follow instructions that Asif Mandi gave to the group because and now and now that you're again I will not do he he, he affects a, a Pakistani uh, Pakistani accent I think but I'm, I'm certainly not going to do it and a little bit I don't know if that's okay I, I don't know if that's racist or not that they have to there are people at Google who work from all over the place so I'm going to say that it's not uh, I said now make sure that you you click the click the blue button at the top of the screen so that you save your log files and I will be examining them later on to evaluate your performance and response wait my, my, my uh, blue button but mine's, mine's a gray button it doesn't do anything when I click on it and it turns out that he was told to they were all told to make sure you turn on logging he failed to do that before the event so therefore there a there is no record of any of his calls uh, and because Asif Manvi cannot monitor his calls. He gives a, Vince Vaughn gets a zero, and for that reason, the entire team gets a zero too. And he's the prophecy has come true, just like the from the sauna room. He's he's you know failed what? his team. Vince, Vince shouldn't be yeah. blamed here in the situation. Blame the designer who designed the UX on that. And why wasn't there <laughs> yes. like a big giant box saying, "Hey, you're not recording. Are you should you should." And why, why could you do tech support without starting the recording? <laughs> exactly. Make any so. Sense either. 
But then again, let's let's yeah. face it. There's no such thing as a Google helpline in the first place, which I think is one of the biggest punchlines to this joke. Because if you have a problem with your Gmail, you're not going to get help. Good luck. <laughs> Actually, um, I've been in contact with people for Google Drive and uh, Project Fi because I've had questions, and they have helped me over chat. Um, did they give you salsa dancing tips? They did. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my conversation with them because they were like, "Yeah, they're sorry. There's no way to do what you want to do." And all I did was like send the like sad crying emoji face. Um, but, <laughs> but I actually, they're actually very friendly, and uh, they don't treat you like a fool, which is awesome. They're like, "Do you know how to, uh, you know, de- delete the cache?" And I was like, "Yes, I do. Thank you for not having to like walk me through all these steps when you just ask me if I know how to do something instead of being like, well, first you have to go here. Anyways, they're really helpful. Uh, but yes, you don't, I've never seen that for Gmail support, but I've seen that. I, with it's, Google it's Drive. Especially not phone based support. Yeah. Not, <laughs> it seems like the most anti Google. Yeah, thing ex- exactly. Do. It was, uh, it was chat. So, and, and they do have a photo, but I guess these are for the products that actually people are paying. So they kind of have to have that support where Gmail is free unless you're using their Google apps. I also question whether if you are going to give like the sort of people who a need tech support, which is all of us, b cannot you you actually have a Google if you've got a problem with with Gmail you've got a Google logo right there on your screen you can actually ask questions and it will find answers for you and you you don't do that not only that but you feel as though the only way I can get answers is to talk to somebody on the phone so I've got social skills and I desire to talk to people and I also can't use Google to do that is the person you want them to talk to an intern yeah. who has just been trained for about two days to do tech support <laughs> on this one product I'm not sure um, so of course this this and this is the this is the uh, the, the the hero's turn uh, in the script parlance and Vince Vaughn's like has this moment with the team saying I I failed all of you and now we you can't, we can't possibly win the internship thing even if we get a perfect score on the one remaining task whatever it is and I'm just a loser and I'm sorry to have brought all you down which is something that Graham said <laughs> again Gra- Graham's being a jerk and Asif Manvi's being a jerk uh, says ghost oh, too bad your team finally came together and they could have been a challenge but unfortunately you had one person who brought you all down <laughs> And so he decides after after being a good cheering up and talking to from Owen Wilson privately because they're all because they're all they're, the two of them are, cl- are close friends since childhood. He uh, Vince Vaughn decides to dramatically takes his his his, uh, his uh, Google laminate off of his neck and drops it on the, on the campus and bikes away in the <laughs> rainbow bike. So essentially, stealing yeah, I was thinking a it was like uh, you can't Google, leave campus okay. without the if you can't take the food home, you can't take the bike home. <laughs> And also, that's, that's good luck. Good, good luck cycling to Miami on that thing <laughs> as well. Yeah, but do, do you think that the Google bikes? They're cool bikes. They're they're painted like rainbow colors, and they're like the old the old timey sort of heavy like uh, huffy bikes. Do you think there's something like in those tubes <laughs> to to let them know that something has that 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 a bike oh, has left to be, the ranch? They'd have to know, want to know where all the bikes are at all times. Sounds like a Google thing to do. Actually, did you know as of this year, trivia fact for you, Apple has those bikes now as well, spray painted. Um, Silver. Did they buy exact them same from bikes, Google? Just, and they just spray painted them silver? I don't know, but silver? they bought the same bikes, spray it's painted them silver, them. and now Apple has campus bikes. You would think they would have sleeker looking bikes, like maybe like more of like those Roadster bikes instead of the... the um... Yeah, that was, a, that was a perfect opportunity for, for Johnny Ive to step in and make you know, something fancy out of aluminium, but they, they didn't. 
I, I, I would like to think that they're like shopping carts where like everybody, <laughs> all supermarkets steal shopping carts from other supermarkets. So there's like a fa- couple of Facebook bikes, a couple of Google bikes, <laughs> maybe a LinkedIn bike and a... And a <laughs> something from things from from uh from jeeves ask jeeves.com yeah <laughs> and, and there's youths youths who come and steal the bikes and ride them down hills <laughs> dump dump them in the parkland now now we, we talked about how this is not a great movie so maybe they didn't do a whole lot of checking so uh vince vaughn decides to take the job in miami so remember that this it's not like there's like a month left over in this. Literally, it's like here's tomorrow. What's tomorrow's? I, I believe that they actually said that the challenge we're yep. doing is, is going to be tomorrow, and so he takes a six hour flight from <laughs> the Bay Area to Miami. He gets settled in at this new job selling like mobility scooters to old, at old age home. Teamed up with Rob Riggle from The Daily Show. So that's that's our like triumvirate of like middle aged losers with will ferrell and john goodman he's the third like loser who's like hitting on the old ladies and saying oh the great thing is you sell the you sell them these scooters and then three months later they die and then you can resell <laughs> it again because you, you, you get it back and owen wilson flies six hours <laughs> to to go chase after him and then gives him gives him the old pep talk saying that hey when we when we were when we grew up in the 70s we didn't have any seat belts and something you got into a crash and you know you your head went through the windshield but sometimes it worked out okay you should we should try it again you should try it again and then they fly all the way back six hours plus the three hour time difference <laughs> probably not sleeping on the plane to find out and i'm sorry one of the reasons why the they he goes back to get him is because they the, the last challenge is revealed and it's a oh. sales challenge where they, they need to they're being challenged <laughs> the to gets like all they're like yes sales we got this and all of a sudden yes where's, where's vince Vaughn? He's, he's, he's not there trust me trust me i talked to him and once you've got an idea in his head you can't talk him out of it and the rest of them are like well then we we don't even want to try because we're a team we should win as a team and not as a team like okay so uh, and so it, basically the, the payoff for this and this is this is where we get the the last two blocks of dialogue that are definitely approved by google because the team without the two uh, salespeople tries to pitch sal's pizza in uh, san mateo uh, san mateo uh so, somewhere 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 uh, uh, accessible by the google uh, google campus i know because i was paying close attention are they allowed to fly someplace are, are they selling people in miami is that how they're able to get these people together <laughs> in that enough time um uh, I think yeah. Anyway, uh, so some someplace near uh, accessible to Google, I think it's San Mateo, but it's Sal's Pizza, family neighborhood neighborhood pizzeria. They're just like this very stilted presentation, and by using Google AdSense keywords, you can bring more <sighs> feedback from the customer. And he's being nice, but uh, you know we've, we've we've done things the we've done things the old-fashioned way for for long. It's worked for us. And then finally, triumphantly, Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn come back in, and they lay they, and they become the salesman, saying, uh, repeating all the lessons of the movie, saying, you know what? Sometimes it's very it's okay to like the traditional stuff and be locked into <laughs> familiarity, but then you got to sometimes you got to realize you got there's a bigger world reaching out for you, and uh, it's. The line that real that that I that I had to uh, I really had to go by. They, the team works together because the salesmen are doing like the human touch, and mean and as they're talking, the the younger people are using Google data to say, well, look, here's how many here's how much feedback you're getting like on on social media groups, and here's how many people that. that uh, 
uh, here's how many people from Los Gatos. If you, your, your, your son has been saying you should open a location there. Here's where people in the Los Gatos have been doing there. And here's where real estate is really inexpensive there. And then that's when Vince Vaughn leans in and says, Everything's, everybody's searching for something, Sal. People are searching for you. And we at Google want to help them to find you. <laughs> Again, I, I think that they, they, they got, like, maybe Google like, allowed them like seven shooting days on the, on the campus. And then they needed three more days. So what if we put in this line and then email them with the script changes? They got the extra yeah. three shooting days. <laughs> And then there's so then there's this dramatic the dramatic finale is that they've had a, a big all hands meeting where everybody in the intern program is in this like auditorium in the atrium and Asif Mandi is on stage backed by you know the giant video screen so here's the big ceremony where they're going to do all the uh, they're going to tally all the scores from the people who are uh, from the last challenge and say which team gets to get the jobs and the rest of you don't get any jobs uh, and it's a big party atmosphere and Asif. In, in dramatic fashion says one team is not here and therefore i will disqualify them <laughs> but then finally the, this is another thing that didn't that didn't make sense to me the giant video stream like <laughs> suddenly like cuts to static and now like a, a viral video of like owen wilson's team <laughs> dancing cartoonishly i was like dancing to the flash dance what a feeling theme and they march in carrying pizzas and they're throwing slices of Hit pizza around <laughs> because of course they sold hit someone in the face and and uh, and uh, because they, they they managed to sell uh, Sal's Pizzeria a whole bunch of like Google ad services and all this sort of stuff that Google can sell, and uh, Graham who thinks he's about to win say no, but you already said that they're disqualified because they weren't here. We have to do things by the book. And Asif says who who's now like because uh, Asif Manvi has now has read the script, so he knows that this is his Gandalf the wife the the wife moment. I think. And saying you're absolutely correct, we must do things by the book. <laughs> but the rules say that that the that they're they're not disqualified until I've read the results, and therefore I must consider what what they've done. They're, oh yeah, but selling ads to one pizza parlor is not going to bring them over. You're right. One pizza parlor is not enough for them to earn enough points Aww, to win it over. Oh. <laughs> we tried so hard. Wait, there's more. Pregnant pause. Pregnant pause. But they. But they've done more than that. They've Pete Sal's pizza. Thanks to them, Sal's pizza. I, I had to write this down. <laughs> Sal's thanks to thanks to them. Sal's pizza is now a blossoming franchise with endless opportunities. What you people have done as a team is connect with people and connect those people to information, which is what we do. <laughs> and more than that, you have the courage to dream, in spite of your obvious and astonishing limitations. You never gave up on that dream. And so, gentlemen and lady, <laughs> <laughs> and then Graham cuts in and says, "Look, you're 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 basically a glorified babysitter. You're you're not, you you can't give them the jobs. Is there anybody act, at Google with actual authority who can, who can like you know weigh in on this? Because that this, this this is BS, is what Graham is saying. And then from the back of the room, unnoticed till now, headphone guy Josh Gad stands up." <laughs> says yes i can well who the hell are you well that is google's head of all the, the entire search department everyone's like Ooh. <laughs> and it turns out graham had been mean to him earlier in the movie shock horror exactly <laughs> so and he said he, he adds his own stirring speech and saying we, we we encourage you to reach out to experience googlers that's so, so vince vaughn like was reached out to someone he didn't know but just had, had experience uh, said yes, and not yeah. just to kiss our butts. <laughs> he says, uh, "You see, these these interns are smart, collaborative, pretty, and just weird enough to make them interesting. 
Also, they came together as a team to do something here. Their googliness is truly <laughs> off the charts. <laughs> then Graham says, what does that even mean? And then Headphone says, <laughs> again, Gandalf the White, the fact that you don't know means you will never work here. <laughs> As though that's the worst thing that you could say to anybody ever. He's like, well, it's time to go to a burns clinic because uh, you just got burned really bad by headphones guy right at the end. And I, I have to say, you can tell that that, uh, that bit of the script was just sent backwards and yep. forwards a few times to Google. And they're like, can we, can we, can we just add a little can bit about uh, you know, teamwork? And, and, and connecting people to information. Like that line when he read that, and I was like, oh, that is such a like Google line. Like that, like Google was so happy to put that yep. in there. <laughs> I was going to say, and then you have you have your triumphant ending of yes, they all six of them, or the six in the team, got the jobs at Google, and woo, you know the the good guys won, uh, won, and poor, you know Graham goes out in poor form. He's like, what what are the rest of you even doing? Like, you know, I tried to carry this your team. Team members. And... Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right, and that's you get the flashback <laughs> to early in the movie where they're playing Quidditch. And what, what did he yeah. say to the guy? He's like, oh, it's time to fake an injury. Said, we, need, we, need, we need to fake an injury. he's like, what do you mean? I can't fake an Boom. injury. You're right. It's him right in the stomach. <laughs> so he punches him in the gut to get a timeout or whatever. But see, that, see that's another thing that didn't make sense. It's like you just, you're saying, oh, yes, and the music swells. Oh, good. The good guys like got the, got the internships, uh, got, got the jobs at Google. I'm like, okay, but why are the hundred other people cheering? They're, they basically just got informed <laughs> that, no, you guys just wasted your summer. <laughs> It made no sense, that, especially when they brought in the pizza. It's like, why would you be happy to see the team that could potentially beat you in the competition? Doesn't make it any sense. It was really sense. funny. It's like, well, well, I, I thought you had free food at Google. <laughs> exactly. They have all the free food at Google free pizza, that they can want, is, but now they're excited, excited about the free pizza that's getting thrown at their faces. It doesn't which is, make any which is also sense. available just yeah. like, yeah, two, two meters down the road is free pizza as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, th- you think that maybe you think maybe that's the reason why like they got that that double like Gandalf speech at the end because at some point like somebody like at Google management said yeah you know that uh, the free coffee and the free bagels and the free food and the free dry cleaning that's really just for Google employees you you 120 crew members have cost us two hundred thirty thousand dollars because you keep taking free bananas we're wondering how you might want to set this right. <laughs> Sal's pizza problem solved. Yeah. And then, did you know? What if did we... you notice the line at the very end? They're walking out of the uh, Google campus, and who should walk past but Sergey Brin with the, the famous closing Sergey line, Brin. "Welcome to Google." And they're like, "Thanks, bo- yeah, thanks, 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 boss." Thanks, boss. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't understand why they got into like the the bus afterwards. Where it was Neha and um, what was the other guy's name that she eventually like is now interested in dating. Um, oh, they, they the all, one that always looks at his phone. I didn't understand that bit at all. That they, they all got the job. The summer internship was <laughs> yeah, over, yeah. and now they're going home. Stewart. <laughs> yeah, well, no, they, they say well, they, they say see you after graduation because they're, they're, oh, they're still I college see. students, so they have to go, they're, they're going to complete the school year. But I guess when they graduate, they'll have jobs waiting for them at Google. Okay, but but for it. all we know, maybe <laughs> it really is they're, they're going to be doing Gmail tech support for the next ten years. Maybe it's not necessarily they're they're going to be named to the, the self driving car project. <laughs> and that is how Android Wear was created with Owen and Vince Vaughn yes. entered Google and they brought their watch uh, sailing skills onto, yeah, and, into Google and, a year and later, Android Wear Android was born, Wear was born. <laughs> amazing yeah now, Owen was... Wilson and, and, and Owen Wilson and Rose McGowan are now officially dating because they're <laughs> hugging and kissing Yo-Yo stands up to his mom saying mom 
I'm into something right now. I'm, I'll be with you in a second. And it turns out his Lyle dad the... also pulls out the hair out of his eyebrows, just like him. Yep. <laughs> big, big Head is now dating the dancer. Yeah. It looks like. Uh, and then we get end credits. Uh, again, another thing that probably got them another three or four shooting days. The end credits is a demonstration <laughs> of pretty much every Google service that had not been canceled by 2012 or 2013. Yeah, if you if you hadn't had enough, you know, Google logos, Google Campus, self-driving car, Nexus phones, Nexus tablets, Sergey Brin, you know, all their, their products, Google Search, Gmail, you know, Google Translate in giant letters on the screen. If you didn't at that point, you know, get that... Uh, the product placement was here. Here, here's your final chance to uh, to take it in. Uh, it wasn't nearly as bad as the uh, as the Coca Cola product placement in Leonard Part Six or the McDonald's placement in Mac and Me. <laughs> but you gotta if if you've got issues with Google, you're not going to enjoy this movie at all. Or if you're anyone, you probably won't enjoy this movie <laughs> at all. I did find it funny that it had a uh, had a terrible Rotten Tomato score. But when I went to try and find it on um, iTunes. Four and a half stars, you know. Somebody That's, liked it. Oh, oh, and iTunes liked it. I was I was weary because, you know, usually when you rent movies on the Google Play Store, they're around $5, and this one was like $3. So I was like, oh, I already know what to expect. It's already discounted. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's there's also, if you, uh, if you uh, I, again, I, I, it, it benef- the, the, the end credits benefit freeze framing, because uh, apparently uh, Exchangeagram is an actual uh, web service. You can go to exchangeagram.me, all one word, E-X-C-H-A-N-G-E-A-G-R-A-M dot M-E, and an uh, invitation list for the revolutionary app for photo and video sharing on the line. <laughs> <laughs> Your life changed forever, capable of instantaneous sharing on the line. And I don't, I don't know if it's if this was actually hosted by Google or not, it actually uses Google logos. Well, no, uh, uh, .me is actually owned by Apple. Like the, the what do hmm. they call that top-level domain name or whatever? The, the .me one oh, yeah. is, do they, is... Do they still own it? Yeah, I believe so. Oh, how hmm. funny. Because they got, they got bio pages for Billy McMahon, Nick Campbell, Lyle Spaulding. <laughs> yeah, they have all the, all the pictures Vital. of um, Owen and, and Vince Vaughn. So, yeah, it's totally... For the movie, so I don't. That's funny. I wonder who put it together. So we should, we should, we we've probably uh, exhausted the patience of our <laughs> listeners on this movie. Let, let's wrap up. Let's wrap up by saying that now, if you're listening to this podcast, you are a fan of Google in some fashion. Given that as a given, if you are interested in Google, would you recommend this movie just on the basis of if you're kind of curious about what a movie shot? largely on the Google campus that tries to be very googly in nature would be on that basis would you recommend this movie <laughs> that, that's a tough one see on on the surface of it I would not recommend that anyone watch this but there there is an unusual amount of um, googliness in this movie that's the only way I can put it and it, that almost makes it worth watching at least once you know with with maybe your hand on the skip button you know I wouldn't go to the cinema and um you know, pay twelve dollars or whatever it is, and buy popcorn and sit down for the entire two-hour experience. But you know, if you've got it on your tablet or on your TV and you've got a skip button handy and you don't mind, sort of, you know, a little bit of cheese. <laughs> I think it's it's worth seeing just for yeah the amount of Google integration that's that's in the movie. Maybe. What does mean? <laughs> Help me out here. Uh, I think this movie is absolutely terrible, and if. <laughs> 
And I want my $3 back. Google, please help me out here. <laughs> no, I, it, it was it was fun to see the Google campus. Um, but even then, it, I don't know. It, it's just so bad. <laughs> I, I guess, I, I don't know. I mean, if, if it were on cable and you've already yeah. paid for cable for that month, then definitely, I would it. cancel plans to go to mcdonald's for for dinner to to go to go see it uh but i but okay it's worth tuning in for the problem is that it's not it's right at that uncanny valley between good enough and bad enough to be entertaining uh on its own i will say and this of course uh paints me in a very bad light but this show is all about honesty as far as (laughs) i decided to make that up right now uh, I, I will say that one possible benefit of seeing it, if you are like my age, if you are like in your 40s, is that this is a movie in which people in their 40s and 50s get to leverage their greater life experience and wisdom to teach far better educated and far smarter people than themselves that are half their age into the ways of the really of the world and be admired and respected. And so it's nice to have at least a fictional corner of my reality in which that is true. <laughs> so what you're saying is that if you meet it, no, I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> it's a good, it's a good self pity movie. What I'm saying. No, I, I will say that I think yes, the tech industry hires a lot of young people, and there's not a lot of uh, older people that enter into the into the industry, and so like I. I think that is an important subject, but obviously this movie didn't even really address that because all this movie did was say, hey, if you bring older people, they will take your 20-somethings-year-old to strip clubs and teach them how to live because that's really what life is about. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> there's the, more to life than just zeros and ones. Yes, there's, there's dancing and naked women. And alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is pretty much just the adult existence, really. You got work, you got alcohol, and you've got uh, strip clubs. Yeah. Well, there's actually a inside the Google culture. You know, they they said that that early in the movie, like the people who are new at Google, they're called Noogles. Uh, but I believe that there's also a term, the Gregles, people <laughs> at, who work at Google who are over the age of forty. So that 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 suddenly maybe not not that I've ever been like shopping for a job at Google, but I'm thinking, oh, I have to. I, okay, well, te- okay, well, technically, yes, I do have gray hairs in my in my sideburns, and okay, but you know, I, I I'm a, okay. I, I, you know, Lance Armstrong was over the age of forty, and he's he's a he's not he's not just a, a world class athlete; he's a world class cheater of an athlete. Okay, like even people who cheat say that my God, he cheats better than any competitive cyclist ever. I mean, okay? to, to not be caught for that long, and also there's a tie in there with the previous uh, Vince Vaughn movie. Is it Dodgeball, where yeah. <laughs> Lance Armstrong is the one to deliver the uh, rousing speech that uh, you know wakes Vince up from the "I'm a loser, I need to leave right now before my team is embarrassed <laughs> by me" moment. Yeah. I'm just uh, I'm just saying. Oh, also astronauts, astronauts. You don't. There are no young astronauts. Okay, that's just true. like you know. I, I loved I, I I loved the I loved the Martian. I highly recommend that you go see it. I'm glad it had a strong opening weekend, which means that you know, which if you have a, if you if you do fifty five million dollars in your opening weekend, that means that it might be in the theaters for at least another two weeks. So you got <laughs> you've got an extra week to try to go see this, which I recommend you definitely do. The only thing is that there are a lot of really young astronauts, and you they, you you don't want the twenty three year old astronauts. You want the forty year old astronauts who have multiple degrees, who've been training for more than ten or fifteen or twenty years. 
users and who are not going to complain about the speed of the internet <laughs> once you get, get locked in the ISS for three or four months. <laughs> yeah, you want, you want people who knew what it was like, you know, when life was tough and uh, things were scarce and, you know, food, you couldn't get for good food, like, just easily. So once you're up there in space and you're in those conditions again, you're like, well... This is a lot better than it was in the uh, the 70s, let me tell you. <laughs> so we want to thank everyone. Okay. Oh, is there anything you guys want to add before? No, no, I'm saying, no, no, I just, I was just going to say pretty yep. much what I was going to say. That they, I think, I think, I, I, I hope that this is, uh, I, I certainly was more entertained in the hour and a little bit that we've been talking about this <laughs> yes. than in the two hours in which I watched it. I would agree as I, with as that. As I said, I've, I've, I've watched some god-awful movies and I've enjoyed how god awful they are. Hello, Dolly and Doctor Doolittle are amazingly good as bad movies, uh, but this one, this one was just sort of like a. I I am so impressed room. with you, Andy, because you handed us. Let's see how many pages is this PDF? There's like an eight-page PDF of an outline <laughs> and stuff to discuss for the internship, and that's what just makes you so awesome. Because I was thinking. How am I even going to talk for an hour about this film? And you made it happen. Yes. The movie is full of stereotypes. It is bad and the jokes are not funny. Oh, well, well yeah. I guess it's time to go now. TLDR. <laughs> but you made it happen. And this is probably going to be got, the longest I'll, episode I'll, of I'll material. Say, we'll see. <laughs> I'll, I'll say, see, the, the, thing, the thing is, I had, see, I, it, this was my idea, so I knew that it was my responsibility to make sure that not only did I make sure I watched it close to the air to the, when, our recording date, but also that see, but but also that I I could have uh, bring up things to say. I, I the reason the reason why this was such a detailed outline is that if either one of you said that you had not seen the movie, I would not have faulted you <laughs> one iota. It was not. It's not a good movie. There's nothing to convince you to go see it. We, it's not like it's not. I don't even. I don't. Actually, I didn't. Uh, maybe I'm stupid. I I didn't bother to see if it was an, on Netflix. I was saving it for oh, the no, train I ride. No, I looked for it. But I, I, I think that we all had to. <laughs> yeah, see, I think we, we all had to actually pay money to see it. I would not have blamed you one iota for saying why don't why don't you just give us both ten minutes to read the to to read this outline and then we will pretend that we've seen it and <laughs> yeah then. <laughs> I'm, but I, I'm, I'm glad that I, I, I feel that so on that basis with this outline, I feel as though I let us all tie together via ropes down this lightless crevasse. <laughs> but then I also used those same ropes to get us all back out again. So it was at least a zero sum sort of suffering sort of situation. So what, what you're telling me is that as the oldest guy on this podcast is that you've oh. enhanced our life experience. You've made us experience the movie and then afterwards you've made us reflect on it and suddenly we're all we're better people and we're closer as a team as well that's no attitude russell because it's like going to a movie you, you're going to be in the dark for two or three hours and sometimes it's not very good but sometimes it's star wars and sometimes it's raiders of the lost ark and back to the future and i know you've never seen those movies but that just shows you that there's so much more for you to learn <laughs> We want to thank everyone for listening uh, to Material. And Andy, where can people find you? Hiding under a bed because I don't want you to come after me after making you see this movie. <laughs> uh, but uh, as usual, you can go to the Chicago Sun-Times site uh, where uh, my regular column appears. I write for a whole bunch of other people and do other things besides. So usually the best catch-all is uh, follow me on, on Twitter where I am at Anatko, I-H-N-A-T-K-O. Or check out my blog, Anatko.com, spelled, oddly enough, the same way. And Russell, where can people find you? So you can find me at Rusty Shelf on Twitter. 
And I really want to hear from anyone who hasn't seen this movie before, has seen it and now after listening to this or preferably before listening to this and then let us know what they thought. I think that would be <laughs> And awesome. I'm at Yasmin Evian on Twitter. And remember, I'm fun, I'm smart, I'm really, really fun, but I'm also really smart. <laughs> and you can find us on Twitter at, at Material Podcast. You can email feedback to materialpodcast at gmail.com. And you can visit our website at relay.fm forward slash material. If you've seen the internship, we'd love to know what your thoughts are. Did you hate it as much as we did or did you actually enjoy it? And now you're going to be upset that we trashed it. Either way, let us know. (laughs) Until next time, stay material. And stay on the line. (laughs) With social.